You are listening to DC's DFS Challenge with your hosts, Chris Pinto and Dan Mader. Happy birthday, as Frosty the Snowman would say, because it is our birthday. This is the first day of the DC's DFS Challenge. We're super excited here. Your host, Dan Mader, along with my co-host, Chris Pinto, at Aggie Kappa Sig on Twitter. You can always find him there. Of course, he's also the host of the Belly Up Fantasy live show on Tuesday nights at 8.30. And you can find my show, boom, I'm four days a week now. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, all on at BellyUpMDFF Show on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Sportscaster, your favorite podcast app. And that's exactly where this show is going to be, too. We're live on Twitter right now. We're live on Facebook Live right now. We're going to be on your favorite podcast apps after this show because we're brand new. I don't even have a show to submit to people yet. We're going to we're gonna get there. But Chris, how are you doing tonight, man? Are you super excited like I am to get this show off and running? Man, when you asked me to do this show with you, I was elated. And then football season started on Thursday, and I was even more excited today. All I could think about was figuring out who I'm going to put in there to beat you. Uh, and I'm just super excited to be a part of this. It's going to be really fun. Hopefully, all of our listeners and viewers will uh, enjoy the contest that we put out, and then they can use some of the uh, tips and tricks that we have to win a little bit of cash and put it in their pocket for Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, this is the big reason why we wanted to do this show. We, we had the Bill of Fantasy Live show where we got a bunch of guys, a bunch of the writers talking about all the different topics around. We have my show where I'm diving in, in detail, all the preview matchups, all the recaps, all the waiver wires, but we didn't have a DFS show. We didn't have the show to win guys' money directly, and this isn't going to just be a DFS show. We're also going to have sport picks, betting picks, on the end of the show, we're going to have a guest on who's a little bit of an expert in this area. He's also got a pretty good, cool store that we're going to be checking out. We're going to bring him on later on. You're going to see what that's all about. Stay tuned because there might be a nice little surprise there for the listeners who join our DraftKings Challenge each and every week. So make sure you're staying tuned for that. Now, we decided because this is our first show that it would make sense for the people who maybe have followed us from our other shows, maybe haven't played DFS before, or maybe... They're beginners to DFS. This would be a good opportunity to go over exactly what DFS is when it comes to fantasy football, how it works, what to expect, and maybe some tips and tricks of how we put our lineups together. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead and explain to people what daily fantasy football is? So you're definitely going to give a, bit of, a better explanation than I will. I'll give my little two-cent explanation on this. But essentially what it is is this is daily fantasy football, so you don't have to go season-long. You don't have to worry about working waiver wires or if one of your guys gets hurt or anything like that. It's so fun because every week you get to draft a new team depending on matchups or who you like or if someone gets injured. Uh, like I said, you're not stuck with somebody. Um, a little tip that I like in Daily Fantasy is, you know, I want to avoid the chalk, and the chalk is essentially those big-name guys that everyone's going to use, like CMC. Uh, there's a stat like, what, he's going he's the most owned player coming into week one. For tomorrow, so I want to avoid him in all my lines because I want my lineups to be a little bit different um, when I'm going up against these other people in these big tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. It's all it's all about the contrarian plays in certain areas, and we got some tips on that too. But basically, what DFS winds up being is that whether it's FanDuel or DraftKings, they both have one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. There's no kicker involved anymore. There used to be a kicker on FanDuel. They finally got rid of that when people when they realized, like, yeah, you know what? Nobody nobody wants to do that, especially when it comes to DFS. Nobody wants to wants to have to bother with that. You get a fifty thousand dollars salary cap. And then one of the big keys that I, I find a lot of beginners do not know about is the fact that whatever price that player is priced at, you want them to be getting double that in points. So if a player is priced at $5,800, you want them to be getting 11.6 points. So that's what you have to figure out. If, they, if you think that they are in a matchup, in a situation where they can bring back that return, that is where they are worth it at. That's what determines their value. So that's a little tip that a lot of people don't seem to really know about when you're first going into it. And look, when it comes to, it's a lot of fun because like you said, you get bogged down from all these season injuries all the time. You want to win some cash on the fly. You don't have to wait till the end of the year to hope you win your league. This is a great way to do it. And it's a lot of fun and it makes it really easy. And there's a lot of like free stuff too. DraftKings, FanDuel, there's a lot of free leagues with some payouts. So you can do that if you don't want to hurt your wallet and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll be able to give you guys some really good picks. Um, we're gonna What we're going to do here for this show it's our first one, so nobody knows what we're going to do except for Chris and I right now. And I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. 
what we're going to do is we're going to compare our DraftKings lineup cards for you guys. We're going to compare our FanDuel lineup cards for you guys. We're going to have a couple sleepers for you that we like their price to help you out, especially in those tournament leagues. And that kind of brings me to my next point. The difference between a tournament league and a head-to-head league. Head-to-head is kind of like redraft. It's kind of like your normal fantasy football. You want to maybe play it a little bit more conservative. You want to get guys with high volume, and you want to be able to just win that matchup against whoever the opponent is you're playing. Tournament's a little bit different. You want to be able to get enough contrarian plays, but guys that are in good situation to pop in order to try to win big money in those situations. That's what I like to play the most. I like to play in tournament leagues the most. But if you're just looking to win money to start off with, it's actually better to go with the head-to-head. So that's one more DFS one-on-one for you guys out there. So to kick things off, we're going to kick it to Chris. He's going to talk to us first about what his DraftKings lineup card is for this week. Yeah, for sure. So if y'all follow us on Twitter at Belly Up Fantasy, y'all saw the poll that we put out this morning about which quarterback we thought was going to end the week on top out of the four. Uh, a lot of my guys that have talked to me over and over know that I am a, a pusher of Tyrod Taylor. So I started my lineup with him as my quarterback uh, and built around him because his value or his evaluation was $5,600. So I think that's He's going to blow that out of the water, like Dan was mentioning about the points system. So, 5,600 bucks, he's going to, that's his floor, I believe, 11 points, 12 points with his rushing ability. So, I've got him. And then I also stacked him with the the Chargers defense, 2,800 bucks. They're going up against a rookie in Joe Burrow. Um, Could Joe Burrow just light it up? Sure. But I'm going to bet on Bosa and Ingram, the two bookends who just got paid to light him up and make him uncomfortable in his very first game, even though it's at home for him. Uh, And then I put in my flex, Austin Eckler. Um, I think Tyrod and him are going to light it up and it's PPR. So Austin Eckler is the man. Um, Anyone who listens to me on belly up fantasy live knows that I, I'm going to do DFS a little bit different than I do um, season long, just because like Dan mentioned, you want to have those contrarian plays. Uh, So I'm not going to go so heavy on the running back situation as I will with my pass catchers, as y'all see in a second. But I followed that up with I'm this guy's probably in Dan's lineup and it should be in everyone's lineup right now is Boston Scott. Uh, Miles Sanders is out. He's $4,800 on DraftKings. I mean, come on. Starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, stat out for Mike Clay. He was like getting 8, 11, 9, 19 carries uh, with Miles Sanders in the last four games last year. So they should pick him up right where they left off, and now he's going to get the big workload. So for forty eight hundred bucks, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, let me slow you down. Let me slow you down right there because yes, we got to talk about Boston Scott a little bit. In this situation, you're going to tournament play. He's not going to be a contrarian play, but what he is is a free space because at forty eight hundred dollars, when you get a guy who's in line for that much production, it allows you to open up your lineup for other moves that you can make. You can go after some more expensive guys that you wouldn't be able to do before. So that's why he's a free space. He's not just a free space in DraftKings, by the way. He's also only $4,700 on FanDuel. You take advantage of that. You let that set up the rest of your lineup by having that free space. It's like playing bingo, basically, when it comes to these tournament leagues. Go ahead, sure. Chris. You got to take it. I mean, yeah, that was great. Um, and then I wanted to go on the cheap with my tight end because um, – I just don't know who's going to do well besides George Kittle this week. And that dude's 7,200 or eight, eight grand. I believe he's free. Yeah, you got, you got to pay up for George Kittle this week, yeah. which I mean, he's probably worth it, but I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like doing that. So I went with Jack agent, Jack Doyle um, with Indianapolis Colts. I think that's pretty good for $3,600. Um, he should return some value with Phillip rivers. I mean, hopefully he doesn't crap out on us and they just end up running the ball 50 times in the game. Uh, but I think the Jaguars kind of go back and forth with them. So Jack Doyle should see some work tomorrow, and for thirty six hundred bucks, almost like a free play, like you were saying. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. One of the, he's one of the cheapest guys out there. Uh, plain and simple. And with Michael Pittman Jr., it doesn't look like maybe he's not going to start this week. It might be Zach Pascal. They need a red zone target to go to. Jack Doyle could be that guy in this situation, if, like you're saying, with the running game, they don't just take over. But in the pay throwing thirty six hundred dollars for a tight end, it's another position where, like the defense, if you can pay down there and get a good matchup, it opens up other things without your lineup. For sure, yeah, and that's how I wanted to build my lineup. Uh, now this is where it's going to get a little bit crazy because these are guys that I've never really talked about on Belly Up Fantasy Live, uh, as Marco has seen. I don't know about Greg Olson and Dawson Knox, Ryan. I'm going to go with that, but it just didn't fit the bill. He was a little bit too expensive for me in my lineup. He was three hundred bucks more than Jack Doyle. Um, so my pass catchers, though, are Scary Terry, F1 McLaren, 
uh, in a good matchup, I, I think, with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, and they should be going back and forth, I'm hoping. Uh, then I've got – and he's $5,600 on DraftKings. Then I got A-Rob 2 at $6,500 uh, in a positive matchup against that Detroit Lions defense. I mean, he he's going to get the work because Mitch Trubisky is going to have to throw it to somebody running for his life, right? So who's going to get the Absolutely. work? A Rob, <laughs> uh, Monty should play too. Like uh, we all, ex- like you suspected. I didn't think he was going to come back this quick, but he should come back. Uh, and then a guy that I have zero exposure to, but it, in daily you can have him as much as you want. Devontae Adams at seventy three hundred dollars uh, against the Minnesota Vikings division game. Aaron Rodgers is angry. He's angry. He should see a lot of work in this PPR format. So those are my three pass catchers. Spent all the money. Uh, I know you don't have to, um, but I did in this instance. Yeah, whenever you're able to take advantage, you can you can definitely cat. There's, there's no there's no extra points for leaving hundreds of dollars left on the table by any stretch of the means uh, whatsoever. No, I like those picks. Look, Devontae Adams, he's probably a safe they come with with as high of a ceiling as they could possibly come in the Minnesota Vikings. Their defense took a lot of hits. They're not going to have a lot of pass rushers. Their secondary is still kind of recouping. It didn't really improve too much at the corner position. We'll see what Mike Hughes is going into uh, this season, but that's something we got to check out. And we know at the end of the day, Devontae Adams in a situation like Michael Thomas was last year, right? He's going to, there's, there's nobody left. There's, there's Alan Lazard who I don't care about Alan Lazard. It's Devontae Adams is going to get targeted come hell or high water. That's what he's going to be every single week. This is a good matchup for him. So I like that going with him as your top receiver. It's something you got to pay up for. Not everybody's going to do it. And therefore, <laughs> therefore, you are going to be able to get the most out of your out of your money. You're going to get the value that you were looking for in the first place. I like some of the other guys, too. Did you go over your running backs yet? Oh, I did. Well, I went over Austin Eckler, Boston Scott, and then my guy, Josh Jacobs. I had to leave. There you go. It just means more. He's got to finish up my team. Uh, but I think he's in a positive matchup. Should have a lot of work. That defense is terrible in Carolina. Um and they don't have really anyone to throw to on the outside except some rookies. Darren Waller should get blocked up pretty good by their linebackers. So I think Josh Jacobs gets a bunch of PPR catches this week. Yeah, well, that's going to be the question, right? As we've been all been asking ourselves, are they staying truthful to the narrative that they were giving us all offseason long about Josh Jacobs being more involved in the passing game? We're going to find that out. This is a great matchup. Carolina has a horrible defense. This very well could be a shootout game. I'm going to talk about them a little bit because I have a few guys in this game on my DraftKings lineup card as well. So, and you got to pay up a little bit for Josh Jacobs. I don't think he's somebody that a lot of people are going to pay up for heading into this week one matchup. There's guys like Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara have a little bit more sizzle to him, and they may be going more in that direction. So it could actually wind up being a contrarian play getting higher, uh, going up higher. Real quick. Because sure. it was the, the pinpoint or the focal point for my team was going to be the running back position. I was going to pay up for one other running back besides Austin Eckler. It happened to be Josh Jacobs, but you mentioned Alvin Kamara. He's only $300 or $400 more than Josh Jacobs, but he's going against that Tampa Bay defense. I, I just have nightmares uh, or flashback nightmares, I guess, of CMC versus that Tampa Bay defense last year. And he put up like, what, 14 points total, which is crazy for him. So I was just I was I was torn in taking Kamara because of that defense. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I do have Alvin Kamara as one of my running backs in my DraftKings lineup. Okay. Uh, the big reason why, remember, with dra- the difference, the other difference between DraftKings and FanDuel that we didn't touch on in the first place is that FanDuel is half point PPR while DraftKings is full point PPR, and that winds right. up being the big difference for me, especially when I'm looking at Alvin Kamara. Number one, this game is in New Orleans. Number two. I have a pretty good feeling that the Saints are going to dominate this football game, and we're going to get at, into that later on in this show. But Alvin Kamara is a guy who's going to get his catches. He's going to do his thing PPR-wise, and he's also going to be there in the end zone. He's also going to get his goal line carries. He's a guy who finds the end zone when he is healthy. He is healthy right now. They just paid him. They're going to want to use him. I've been big on that. Alvin Kamara is going to get more of a share when it comes to the carry load this season than we've seen him in years past. Is Tampa Bay a bad matchup as far as him on the ground? Sure, but they don't have the linebackers to really cover Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, so I'm not worried about him in that aspect. And because he's 7,200, and a lot of people are getting hung up on that quote-unquote bad matchup with Tampa Bay, I'm counting on not as many people playing Alvin Kamara in their DraftKings lineups when it comes to the tournament league. So that's why I actually had him as one of my running backs. And who's your who's your quarterback again, 
Chris? Ty God, baby. That's right. Ty God. That's right. <laughs> trying to remember who it was. All right. That's a pretty solid lineup. You got a good mix there. Some high end guys, some contrarian plays, and of course, the free space in Boston Scott, which of course I have too as my second running back to Alvin Kamara. We don't need to talk about that again. But my quarterback, and this is the big thing I want to get into, I went with a stack this week. It's Teddy Bridgewater and it's Robbie Anderson. Like I said, this game to me spells out a shootout. These are two terrible defenses. These are two offenses that are looking to get on the right track and get out to a fast pace because both of them know that their offenses are what's going to lead the way for these teams. I like Robbie Anderson a lot. Why? Because he's definitely going to be a contrarian play. Nobody thinks that Teddy Bridgewater is going to throw the ball outside of DJ Moore. And I'm going to tell you right now that that is dead, dead wrong. Matt Rule and Joe Brady in that system are going to come out with high colors flying all over the field, and they're going to make things happen. They're going to spread the ball out, number one. Not one guy is going to be more targeted than the other. The Raiders secondary does not have the speed to keep up with Robbie Anderson. I like him for a couple big plays in this game. And at $5,900 for Teddy Bridgewater, a guy who I think has three to four touchdown capability in a potential shootout matchup, I'm taking that to the bank because that opens up everything else. And then Robbie Anderson himself is only $4,700 as well. So now you're going to see what this does to the rest of my lineup because now I have Boston Scott, who's only 4,800, Robbie Anderson at 47, and Teddy Bridgewater 59. Now I can open it up. That's why I got guys like Alvin Kamara. That's why I come back and I get a wide receiver in Julio Jones, who's actually my number one wide receiver this week over Michael Thomas because in that dome against that Seattle secondary, which is no longer a boom, legion of boom factor whatsoever, I love Julio Jones this week to have a huge week. So I bring him in as my wide receiver one. Then I go with another guy who's not going to be a contrarian play, but he's too cheap, too good of a matchup, too explosive. That's a Sean Jackson. Again, another free space guy, another guy a lot of people are going to have in their lineups. But again, at $4,900, you're getting a guy week one against Washington. You want two touchdowns on 100 yards? This is when you play him. So that's why I like Deshaun Jackson a lot there too. And then I go in with Hayden Hurst. I pair up Hayden Hurst and Julio Jones because I want to make sure I'm getting the passing touchdowns in that Atlanta Falcons-Seattle Seahawks game. And he's only $4,300. People have not caught up to Hayden Hurst yet. I don't know why. Apparently, they're not listening to my show, uh, the MDC Football Show, enough because I have Hayden Hurst as my top 10 tight end, number six overall for the year. This guy is going to replace Austin Hooper seamlessly. Matt Ryan loves to look for his tight ends in the red zone. There's no reason not to think that Hayden Hurst can't have a big game here, too. And then that leads to my flex, which I love that I was able to do this. I've turned around. I put Dalvin Cook in the flex at $7,900 against the Green Bay Packers. This is where it's going to light up. Here's the big thing about Dalvin Cook that I don't think people realize. He wasn't that involved in the passing game last year. Gary Kubiak, look at what he did with Arian Foster. Tell me why that's going to be any different. Tell me why he's not going to be getting 18 to 20 carries in this game with five to six targets minimum. Tell me why not. So that's why I love Dalvin Cook here. I pay up for him at 7,900, so that's going to take away some people there. And all of a sudden, I got a big three in Julio, Alvin Kamara, and Dalvin Cook. And then I went with a sleeper defense. I went with the Saints D because, again, the the cohesiveness of the Saints defense because their unit is mostly all together from last season. And then you combine that with Tampa Bay hasn't had a lot of time to practice. We don't know what condition Mike Evans is going to be then if he even plays tomorrow. I have a feeling that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to be sharp yet coming into week one. I like the Saints in New Orleans. I like them for a few turnovers. I like them for a few sacks. Give me the Saints defense, especially at $2,400. That's why I like them a lot there. Yeah, real quick on the Saints D, I just was looking over the spreadsheet real quick. The Saints defense actually ranks among the highest, if not tied for the highest, with the Steelers uh, in unit grade overall. So really good, and especially at their prize point. That's sick. Well, people are just, they're not remembering the signing of Malcolm Jenkins back to the Saints. That was the one thing that was lacking. They have good young corners. They just didn't yeah. have any safety play. That cleans that up in a heartbeat. So, Chris, we move over to FanDuel. Now, the pricing is a little bit different in FanDuel, so it works a little bit differently with certain players. Yeah. But tell me what you got for them. So, it does work a little bit differently. My lineups are essentially the same, but I stole a little bit from you, and then I added one of your favorites. Uh, my lineup's pretty much the same with Tyrod, Josh Jacobs, the free space in Boston, Scott, um, Devontae Adams, Terry, Terry McLaurin, 
um, Austin Eckler, the Chargers defense. But I got to add up to George Kittle, and I paid down for your guy, D-Jax. Oh, there you go. That's a nice little solid group there, pretty much. I actually – I mixed it up quite a bit when it came to the FanDuel League. and I Yeah, the half of PPR is a little bit different. The halfway VR is a little bit different. The pricing works a little bit differently with them too. But I also wanted to put in some other guys so we could talk about some different guys as well. And you don't gotta be concerned about the free space of Gibson. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ryan Hicks. Um, that's that's not a free space, by the way, because uh, that Washington backfield is such a mess. Who knows what it's even gonna look like? The free space is Boston Scott because we know what kind of workload he's going to get, and he's in my FanDuel lineup as well. He's at forty seven hundred. He's at hundred dollars less in Fanduel. Yeah, and in Fanduel, it's much harder to find a running back at that price. Um, but for quarterback, I went with Cam Newton. You're I I want to see did Josh McDaniels do what I expected him to do and come out with an offense tailor made for Cam Newton? And I made sure I stacked him with Julian Edelman. All the reports all camp long have been he Cam Newton has been throwing interceptions and taking sacks because he will not throw the ball to anybody else besides Julian Edelman because he's just tearing <laughs> him down. He won't go to anyone else. That is the point there. So Julian Edelman, I think he's in line for at least double-digit targets in this game. It's a good situation for him to wind up actually getting a touchdown possibly too if he's going to be targeted that much. They don't trust Nikhil Harry. He hasn't been getting great separation. They got rid of Mohamed Sanu. Demir Bird is supposed to be the third wide receiver. There's no tight end still. Devin Asasi, we're going to have to see what he winds up being. It's Julian Edelman all the way, and he's only 6,700 for a guy who's going to get a crazy amount of volume there on FanDuel. So I like that stack quite a bit there, and it's also a little bit of a contrarian stack as well. I also put your boy in there, Josh Jacobs, at 8,200 on FanDuel. He's a little bit more expensive on FanDuel, so I was counting on the higher price, kind of making him a little bit more of a contrarian play as well. I don't see why this guy doesn't get two touchdowns on the ground, quite frankly. There's no reason in my mind. The big one I wanted to talk about, one of he's not on my sleeper list that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but that's why I wanted to put him on here so we could talk about him here as Brian Edwards at $4,500. Yes, he popped up on the injury report earlier in the week for a knee thing. He practiced in full on Friday. He's good to go. He is probably, I believe, going to be the number one target for the Raiders this week. It's not going to be Henry Ruggs. It's going to be Brian Edwards, especially when they get inside the red zone with his 6'4 frame. He's going to be the guy who's getting the first looks. He's going to be the guy who's getting that Tyrell Williams role that we saw early on in the season last year. So I love Brian at $4,500 in a game in which I truly believe is going to be a shootout matchup. You're going to give me a wide receiver who's going to be the number one red zone look and the number one target at that point. He's explosive. Maybe not everybody knows his name. That's why he's down there a little bit. I love him. He's going to be a contrarian play, and he opens up everything as far as your, your money-wise goes because when you're spending $4,500 on a receiver, you're getting away with the steal, especially at a guy with that much kind of target share. So that allowed me to go Michael Thomas as one of my wide receivers at $8,800 on FanDuel. Again, paying up for him. You're, there's not too many lineups out there that's going to be able to put Michael Thomas in their lineup and still be able to get a good roster as a result of that so i pressed the issue i went christian mccaffrey in the flex and paid the 10 grand so i can have him and michael thomas in there and show that you can still put a good lineup in even with both of those guys there there's you just got to finagle it in different ways and then the tight end i went with was hunter henry six thousand dollars mike williams probably not going to play i think it's a miracle that he's even listed as questionable frankly right yeah, now time was crazy and he's way ahead of it. I don't see how they would they would have him play this week. That means Hunter Henry. You like your Tyrod? I like Tyrod, too. I like him to throw the tight end in the end zone, too. That's what I like him to do. He's going to be that main guy with no Mike Williams in there. 6,000, not really much of a contrarian play, but is definitely a guy who at value here is what I can go, I can go with and still have him paired up with the Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, and all those guys. And then I went with one another one of my sleeper defenses with the Colts defense against the Jaguars at $3,700. The Jaguars are going into this game as a one-dimensional team. Whenever you can be one-dimensional, you make it that much easier on the defense. I expect the Colts to blow them out. I like them for turnovers. We're going to see the Minshew Magic disappear this year, and we're going to see him start throwing turn over the ball because he was one of the luckiest quarterbacks in the league last year. So I expect to see a lot more interceptions out of him. I expect some turnovers in this game. So that winds up being my FanDuel card. Uh, for you guys this week. So some of those guys that we could talk about. Before we move on here, pretty soon we're going to bring in our next guest about the sporting bets. Real quickly, Chris, 
What are a couple of sleepers? What's a sleeper you have in FanDuel? What's a sleeper you have in DraftKings that we didn't talk about in our FanDuel cards? So in DraftKings, let me pull it up real quick. I'm going to go with a tight end, though, and Ian Thomas. Um, I should have looked at him a little bit harder. He's only $3,400, so he's going to open up a lot of other stuff for you. But he could be a focal point. Like you said, this game's going to be pretty high-flying, I would assume. Um, no one's really looking at this guy for some reason, and our guy Tom has been hot on him. So I really like Ian Thomas. And then I'm going to go with another tight end as a sleeper is Chris Herndon. Uh, this dude's healthy. If you're ever going to use this guy, it's going to be right now. Kind of like the whole Sammy Watkins thing. Like, if you, if you draft him, I mean, you're going to play him week one, right? So for $3,300 is dirt cheap if you're talking about a free space. Um, so those are the two guys I kind of want to hit on. But uh, Herndon's facing a pretty stout defense, but he's got the talent, and we've seen what he can do if he's healthy. Yeah, Chris Herndon is an interesting one, right? Uh, Brashad Perriman is expected to play, but Denzel Mims is not going to. It's kind of a mixture of what's going to happen when he gets into the red zone. It should be Chris Herndon's job along with Le'Veon Bell, I would imagine would be the case. But at thirty one hundred Right, but at thirty one hundred dollars, to your point, that's a contrarian play. You have to play him while he's healthy. That's the number one thing. And there's a really good chance that they're down from Buffalo by a couple of scores in this matchup. So Chris Herndon might be a guy that you can go with. But to Ryan Hicks's comment that we just got here on Facebook, I agree. I'm not touching him because I can't stand Adam Gase either. And so I, I, I have to refrain from that myself. But that's not a bad play there to go with, especially a guy who's a sleeper who has, let's say, five to six target potential. And that's something you're kind of looking for when you're looking at those cheaper guys. Yeah, for sure. For me, yeah. What my, are you my big one on DraftKings, I wanted to go with him, but I was like, you know what? I'll keep him out so I can talk about him the sleeper. And that was... $4,400 for carry on Johnson. DeAndre Swift is back, but he has not practiced very much, especially towards last week of training camp. Adrian Peterson just signed a week ago. There's no Akeem Hicks in Chicago's defensive front. When there's no Hicks, the floodgates open. You can run on Chicago. This is going to be carry on's backfield for at least week one, just because of the lack of practice time on DeAndre Swift's part. And because Adrian Peterson's just not, he, how involved are you really going to be after a week? I mean, we see Leonard Fournette. He got signed with Tampa Bay, and we don't even know how involved he's going to be, even though we know it's a matter of time before Ronald Jones kicks it to the curb. So it's the same situation, and he's only going to be there as a backup. So this is going to be on Johnson's week this week. I love him at $4,400. He's an absolute steal. He's another guy who can open up your budget for you and is looking at a good amount of volume. And if DeAndre Swift is still limited, if they're not rushing him back, he's going to be the one to get the receptions throughout this game as well to help you out in those PPR standpoint. Yeah, for sure. The other guy I'm going to talk about is Brian Edwards' teammate. I'm going to talk about Henry Ruggs. $5,100. We know his big play capability. I've been talking about this the whole time. Let's put aside, we've been harping on this might be a shootout, and these are two terrible defenses. Let's put that aside real quick. Let's talk about the fact that week one, these defenses have not practiced tackling that much, have not had a lot of time to get cohesion and communication. Speed is going to kill in week one. That's why I love guys like Deshaun Jackson, and that's why there's a really good chance that Henry Ruggs could go for two touchdowns and over 100 yards, and at $5,100, he might only need four targets to do it. This is not a guy who needs a ton of volume to give you those kind of results. So for tournament leagues especially, Ruggs is definitely one of my sleeper guys, and on FanDuel, he's $5,100. That's cheap. He's also he's also $5,100 on DraftKings. It just happens they were, I think, just have the same price for that for that <laughs> one in particular. Yeah, I'm moving on, I guess, to my FanDuel two sleepers. Uh, I'm going to move from tight end position on DraftKings to the running back position on FanDuel. Uh, and two rookies that I really like that we've talked about, uh, Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Jonathan Taylor at $5,400 and Dobbins at $5,200. One of those, but one of those guys is a running back two who should see some work. Uh, obviously, I'm leaning more towards Taylor, but if you need the extra 200 bucks for something, Dobbins should be able to work in right there against Cleveland. Uh, both the defenses are pretty bad, and like I said, both these guys should see volume uh, at some point in this in their respective games. So, 54 and 5200 bucks on Fandle, I'm loving it. Yeah, I, and let me ask you about Dobbins too. So, I know what I think about this, and I've been very vocal on this point, but. 
tell me about the people who seem to actually put stock in the fact that he was number four on the depth chart, even though that means absolutely nothing because the PR staff puts it together. Do you believe that Gus Edwards, we know Justice Hill's out. Do we believe that Gus Edwards is actually going to have a role or is this really just J.K. Dobbins is going to take over for what Edwards and Justice Hill did a season ago? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's just a little bit of puffery uh, on the whole fourth on the depth chart. He's the number two guy, if not 1A, 1B to Ingram. They, we've seen the film on this guy at camp from what little we've seen, and we know how highly praised he is by the front office. I mean, DeCosta loves this kid, so they're going to use him, man. If it's in a, a certain package, at least in the red zone, I mean, he was burning linebackers in these videos that we saw, so he should have a role cut out for him. Uh, I don't believe the number four on the depth chart thing at all. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Look, one of the great things about having a new show is that we get to have new sponsors. And one of our new sponsors that we have is Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is the daily fantasy sports app for player props. Use promo code BELLYUP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So download the Thrive Fantasy app today. It's perfect for beginners. People who maybe don't know the ins and outs of fantasy football but want to try to get into it, have a little bit of fun on Sunday. It only deals with superstars. They give you a line. What they're, do you think, plus or minus 50 or 60 rushing yards, 50, 60 receiving yards, and that's all you got to do. Prop it up, prop it down. Easy way to win. One of the great uh, sponsors of this show moving forward. We're definitely happy to get them on. Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to have our guest, Chas Phil, uh, Flardy? Phil Lardy. On, I think that's how you say his last name. He'll be on here to correct me, I'm sure, in a minute. But uh, he's also the owner of championshipfootballs.com. It's a great website. Go ahead and check it out. He has all kinds of, well, championship footballs, but commemorative. You can get a great souvenir for your man cave or for a gift for for your dad or grandfather or whoever. Uh, it's really a great thing to come check out. So he's going to be on the show in a few minutes. So as we wait for him to come on, we're going to be talking about some of the betting lines that we really like this week. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead and just give me your number one bet of the week while we wait for him to come on. Yeah, no problem. So when I was looking over the betting lines, I'm going to take the, obviously, the Chargers. <laughs> I'm full-blown in on Tyrod. I am drank the Kool-Aid hard knock style. So if Tyrod's in and the Chargers are on it, I'm betting with them if it's not the Houston Texans uh, from Marco. On Belly Up Fantasy Lab, I will tell you all about that on Tuesday and the bet I lost to Marco Ayala and what I had to do. Follow us on that. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I know what that's all about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it over to you after the show. Well, my number one bet that I have that I really love this week is... The Panthers money line at plus one thirty. So right now, the, the Panthers right now are a plus three as far as their actual line goes. I have them winning outright. Give me the plus one thirty. Give me the money line on the Panthers. It's in Carolina. It's in a game to go either way. I think Teddy Bridgewater and this new coaching staff are going to shock a lot of people, and we're going to see uh, we're going to see some fireworks in this game, and we're going to see the Panthers actually wind up winning their first home opener. Um, I'm getting word that Chas is in. Is that correct, Chris? Come that on. Correct. Why don't you bring him in here? Hey. Hey, how's hey, how's it going? I am in. <laughs> That's what well, we're actually, out. it's going well because, let's see, we got 28. The first team was given 28 points for the first half. The second team was 21, and the other team was 20. So it was like almost 60 points. Maybe more than 60 points for the first half. That gentleman is college football. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, too. So we we're just talking about some of our favorite picks of the week. I actually like the uh, the Panthers at the money line. I like them outright at plus 130. Chris, remind us all who you were talking about again. Uh, besides the Chargers on DraftKings? No, you, you want the Chargers on the line, right? That's correct. Yeah, against Cincinnati Bengals. That's a great. Now, Chase, what's what's your picks, man? That's what we brought you on. We want we want to hear your expertise. You're the expert here. Yeah, I do things quite differently than traditional. Now, I have the 
Oakland game, actually. I do have uh, – I call, keep calling them Oakland because of my data. I haven't gone back. I got like 12 years. I've got to change – I got to do the search all, find all, change, you know, replace, <laughs> and take all those Oaklands and make them Las Vegas. So for right now, I'm leaving it as Oakland. But uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Picking Duck, but they have a contest as well. And it's really the super contest uh, format. That was five teams. You got to pick them. Yeah. And so that, that I don't do well in contests. We did one year. We went to Vegas. We all pitched in. It was 500 each. We played in the super contest. If we had done the opposite, our first three weeks, we would have been in first place. We were hitting three out of 10. It was horrible. <laughs> but where I, where I do well is live action because I tell people I've been handicapping a long, long time. Handicapping is looking at what happened in the past and trying to predict what's going to happen in the future. Live betting is the present. They didn't have live betting when I was a kid. Live betting is where I put probably 80, 75 to 80% of my plays. So today was a very good day for me. Appalachian State, for most people, was a loser. I cashed four tickets on Appalachian State today. There you go. Uh, but so what I'm going to do is I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to give you guys some team totals for tomorrow. All right. Most books will not let you parlay team totals. But you know what? If you're cashing tickets, you're cashing tickets. So we're going with Baltimore, Atlanta, and who's the last one? Baltimore, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Now, when you're betting team totals, you get to – I don't know if either of you guys have a significant other, but I do. So I could literally, if New Orleans doesn't have the ball, I could clean the fridge. I can clean the stove. I can clean the patio. I could start the barbecue. I could do whatever I want because with team totals, you're only betting what that team's totals are, and it totally changes the stress level of sports betting. Oh, my goodness. And I wish I wish they had it a long time ago, but they don't. The other best part is I'm almost always, if I'm going to bet the team total under, I'm also betting the other team. So today I had a winner. I had Charlotte under 21 points and Appalachian State. So Appalachian State didn't cover for the game, but I cashed one of those tickets because I had Charlotte under 20. So tomorrow I'm going over. So I got Oakland. No, I mean, uh, from, I'm going to go back to the – Picking duck picks because I went against you with the Carolina pick. Okay. But I have New Orleans, it's 27 and a half, Atlanta, 24 and a half, and Baltimore, 28 and a half. And I also will do the first halves. First half, Baltimore is 14 and a half, Miami is 10 and a half, New Orleans is 13 and a half. So I'll make those six straight plays. And I'm going to just watch those games half of the time, not caring because it really doesn't matter. But let me tell you right now, how sweet it is when your team scores a couple quick touchdowns and you've already cashed and there's three minutes left in the first quarter and everybody <laughs> else is biting, they're biting their nails and you've already, you've already cashed. So that's kind of where I come from. I, I come from things a little differently than most sports betters. Well, I mean, that works out perfectly because I'm usually a guy who's just going to bet the line so we can get a little bit of a back and forth there. We can offer everything to the public and that's what we're all here for to begin with. So that works out great. One thing I do want people to know about you, we were talking about a little bit, you have a tremendous store called championshipfootballs.com. Uh, we are talking about possibly maybe doing a giveaway. Uh, part, how this is going to, well, first we'll lay out how it's going to work, and then I'll throw it to you exactly how, you, how what, what it is that you want to give away to uh, the fans here. And what we're, we have the DraftKings lineup link. It's in the comment section on Facebook and on Twitter. We have up to 200 entries. So first come, first serve. You guys go ahead, click that link, jump in. The winner of the week will be eligible to win the prize at the end of the month. Now there's three weeks in September, three uh, th uh, three NFL weeks in September. So there'll be three eligible winners at the end of the month. So that's how that giveaway is going to work. Now, what is it that you would like to bless us with, sir? Kind sir, generous well, well sir. Dan, you got a beanie on, right? Uh, a backwards hat, but close enough. Oh, it is? Okay, it is a backwards because that's what <laughs> yeah. I do. Whenever we do our contest, and we've taken our, our radio show on the road and, and done contests in sports bars, and there's always a tie because in our world, we want as many people to hang around for the end of the game because you're in a bar. That last round on a Thursday night game when it's 27-7, to 7, everybody's going to leave, not if they're in the pool. So we do squares and we parlay. So I always take my hat off, and it's always an Aztec hat. And do you know why it's not always it's always an Aztec hat? What's that? I only own one hat. 
we have gone to final fours and we've asked people, hey, how many hats you own? Guys have said 50, 70. I own one. When this Aztec hat wears out, I burn it in a ceremony and I get another Aztec hat. <laughs> so yeah, you'll have three. So one of you guys will take that hat off. You'll put three names in a hat and one guy will win, right? Right. Let's do the same thing we do for um, – for the a couple of the other belly up uh, podcasts we're with, let's do a hundred dollar gift certificate for championship footballs. What that really gets you is a the souvenir football of your choice, and we'll ship it for you so you can use it as a present. And with the holidays coming up, let me tell you, these are the coolest present they'll open that day, guaranteed. That's absolutely amazing. That's awesome, love it. And for you guys, yeah, we literally just came up with this. Now we wanted to do this on the fly. We weren't sure what we we're going to do. And I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. So yes, $100. Remember, you have to click and enter on the DraftKings link to play against Chris and I. You have to beat us. And you have to win. That's right. They yeah, also have, have to win. It's not a free entry. You got to win. Exactly. You got to win. It has to be, it's going to be three eligible winners by the end because we have three weeks in the NFL season. But you got to be able to beat Chris and I. If you don't, then that's one less eligible person who's going to possibly win that $100 at a souvenir uh, football of their choice guys now, when we, we any... do it when we do it the hosts are eligible oh so you guys can win too i don't know about your contest every contest i've ever done first thing we would do we go into a bar we sign up the waitresses and the bartenders they're the first ones so if we run out of spots you know a squares have a hundred squares right right the first thing we do is get the bartenders and the the waitresses on there and then if we run out then the customers are the last ones out but those girls always got us our drinks. Trust me. <laughs> well, I tell, I tell you what, if I, if I win, then I would definitely uh, probably donate it or move it on or roll it over to the following month uh, just to kind of yeah, keep it going yeah. there. Because I definitely want the people who watch this show, the people who make this show possible, really get a chance to win this thing. And we'll just roll it over. We'll just keep the prize going. You still got to well, beat you could it. Also, you, gotta, you, you could also, palm, you know, you could palm the name in your hand too, guys. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> you know, you can say Dan's in there, but you, Dan's got no choice of getting pulled because the name is already, <laughs> Robert's name is already under your thumb, you know? It was Danny instead of Dan, right? It's, yeah. the, same, yeah, right. It's, the, same, it's the same thing. But no, I'm I'm excited, and and it'll be uh it'll be a, the I'm I'm in a few contests this year, and they're hard. Contests are hard. They take a lot of effort. If you have any pride, of course, in your work, they're hard. Right. They take a lot of effort. There's no doubt about it. What's some of the other contests that you're in? Okay, I've got I'm in the picking duck contest, and I mentioned that where I went with Oakland. I have you have to pick five, and I again I don't do it well. I told you how bad we did when we paid big bucks. Uh, I have Miami, Atlanta, Oakland, New Orleans, and Tennessee. So I've got two of two of the five are dogs, and you never know the first week. Um, right. I do a I do our contest on Prop Me. Now you guys are familiar with Prop Me. Yes, absolutely. Yep. We do that contest, and that's going to be just Sunday and Monday props, sides, and totals. Um, I'm doing picking duck. I'm doing the you guys. I'm doing um. Uh, the blackout, the college one, the, that's a confidence one. A couple of these, actually three of the four are really a result of us working with Mike and belly up because the blackout is a confidence college one. I hadn't looked so far, but all my games were the later games and two of the games on there were postponed. So, you know, the COVID just is messing with everything. Oh yeah. All right. Well, how about that? But I want to thank you so much for coming on. I want you yeah, to be a regular, a regular guest. Before, I want you to be a regular guest. Can you, can you make that happen every Saturday? Well, not every Saturday, and only because I drink every other Saturday. Well, I drink every Saturday. I didn't say you need to be sober <laughs> to come on the show. But, but but so so remember now with team totals, you may your book may not have team totals. You may have to look for them. But I really tell people that start to open up team totals as an option. If you like the team anyway, there's nothing better than you have them. Say you have them for the game, like you said, the side, and right. then they, they win, they score their points. And then in the last minute, they get a backdoor cover, which happens. Well, then at least you got one out of two when you get to play again, you know? So team yeah. totals are something I'm really a big fan of. What's one of your favorite books? Uh, actually, you know what? My buddy Wes is writing one. So uh, okay. we're in the process now, uh, and and he he treats sports betting kind of like me, more uh, of the 
you got to be you got to be in the game. So he's a big hockey guy. So we okay. when we before we came on, it was five minutes left in the second period. We both bet uh, the over of one and a half. Now, by the time I got the computer up and the phone on and working, they had scored two goals. So we we cashed that ticket. And right. that literally was about four minutes, four minutes. So he he does. He's doing a book. I don't know his title yet, but I'm working with him on that because I actually I wrote a book a few years back called betting the second half, because in the old days, there weren't second half lines. I had to find them. And that's one of the reasons I wrote the book is because I realized that, wow, there's a lot of opportunity. How many games have you seen? That's a tale of two halves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost yeah. every single week. Almost every you single wonder, game. I mean, what did the coach say at halftime? <laughs> right. To turn it all around or yeah. vice versa to implode on the other hand. Exactly. Exactly. And it happens. It happens. So so that's a I, I really my world is, is, is a lot of sports betting. But, you know, I try to make a I, I try to make a living out of uh, sports betting without placing a bet. So that's my goal. Well, that's why we were brought you on because we want to give you want to get some tips. We want our guys to win money. That's that's what we're all here for. Chase, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully next Saturday we'll talk. We'll see if we can get you on the next couple of weeks. I mean, gonna... I'm hoping I'm I'm five and one next week when we talk on my place. Well, yeah, and we're gonna have to celebrate that. So yeah, five and one's <laughs> not bad, right? Not at all. Oh. And now so we're, we're in San Diego, so you know we we'll always lean the Chargers. But like I said, Dan, you and I are on the opposite side of the uh, of the Raider game. Yeah, yeah. As, Look, I like Carolina at home this week. I think a lot of people are writing them off, and I think there's a lot more talent. I like the fit with Teddy Bridgewater and this coaching system that I believe that we're going to see. I like the weapons that they have. And I think both teams are kind of in the similar situation where neither one of them really have a defense. I think Carolina actually has more firepower at the end of the day. So that's kind of why I like the money line with them there. Plus, the odds they were only getting a minus 115 when you get them for plus three anyway. So I would never make, I wouldn't even waste my money on that. So I'd, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bet it, I'm gonna bet the money line at plus one thirty for Carolina. Well, today there was today there was some big upsets, and I always tell people, if you got a team that you like and you're getting thirteen points, and you don't sprinkle a little bit on the money line with them, you you blew it. That's an opportunity blown. And you saw how many upsets there were early today. Right, right. So you know, just kind of keep in mind. That, I mean, we one of my upsets that I actually have, and we have a little bit more time that we can we can discuss this. I like the Dolphins at plus seven. I really do. I think there's this is a team that is much better than people realize. They have a pretty good secondary. They have a decent pass rush. We'll see what they're able to do against the run. But on the flip side of that, Dante Hightower not being on the Patriots anymore, they always open up the floodgates. They can run on them. I believe the Dolphins will be able to move the ball. I believe this game will be close. Patriots will play not to lose. So I like I like the Dolphins quite a bit at plus seven in this matchup. Not outright, but I will take the points. Well, in the picking dunk contest, it's with the points, and I took him for exactly what you said. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, and that was so. That was the big and one. I'm not just only... saying that to have so you'll have me back or anything. <laughs> no, no, I I believe you. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, but I hope you agree with one of them. And, and we, you know, that was our show. Our show is an hour where people call in from all over the country. We have people from outside the country, and it's your opinion. But you got to have a why, and your why was really good. And some people just say, well, I like this team. Yeah, why? And then they talk, and you realize I've been the other team. <laughs> What's your show? Plug that for us real quick. Uh, Sports Betting Weekly. Sports Betting Weekly. Where do you, you could, find that at? You could always find the last show at our forwarding URL. It's sportsbettingweeklylive.com. And we're also on the Belly Up Podcast Network. And which means you can find on every one of your favorite podcast apps. Yep. Now, did you uh, did you guys get a chance to join our prop me contest? Because that is a weekly contest, whereas your guys is a monthly contest. Right. And tomorrow and Monday, those 10 props, we're doing the same thing. We're giving out a hundred dollar gift card for championship footballs. So I would go there. You got to one o'clock East Coast time. Remember, that's 10 o'clock here in San Diego to sign up. But I would do it because it's 10 props on 10 different games. And they're mostly tides and uh, uh, sides and totals the first week, but sooner or later we'll get some team totals. I love, I, I told you guys, I love team totals. Yeah. And if anybody's wondering how to go about that, just go ahead to propmellc.com or your app store, Google Play Store. It's available to you. Just look up for Prop Me and you can download that and you'll be able to find us. On we got a lot of Billy of uh, contests on there as we've partnered up with them. They're one of our great sponsors as well. Uh, so yeah, go ahead, make sure you're downloading and checking that out because. 
to your point, I mean, free money is free money. It's a free contest to enter. You're good to go. Come, just come in on and win. And then what's nice about yours is, is monthly and ours is weekly because with those annual and the whole season contest, it really is disheartening if you start slow. It really is. Right, right. So you got multiple ways that we're offering you guys to win here. And, uh, you know, like I I'm actually excited to see if somebody's actually going to be able to beat Chris or I. I that's what I, I want to see. You know what? They shouldn't because you guys – you guys are the experts, but it happens. Yeah, but experts are like, you know, well, they know what I'm Yeah, but they have the, you know, that whole blind squirrel thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens every week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, you know, better lucky than good, guys. Better lucky than good. Yeah, and we'll that and we'll leave on that note as well, because that's the best piece of advice that we could ever give anybody. Uh yeah. we're gonna let you go, Chase. Thank you so much for coming on. We're gonna have you on uh real soon in the future, if not possible. Yeah, I'm uh, excited to, to to see who wins the contest too. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep everybody up to date on that on social media as soon as we have a winner. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. Of course, take care. All right, so that wraps that up. A lot of great best for you guys. I never really thought about that. Is it really a good thing for our first show? I'm learning something. Yeah. You're learning something. I don't really do the live bets too much. I'm glad he came on and talked about that. It's definitely a a uh, lot of money that you can win. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to have him on quite a bit. Like I said, that giveaway. Make sure you guys are hitting the link. DraftKings, come compete against Chris and I. The winner will be eligible at the end of the month. And this is something that we're going to be doing each month of the football season. It's not just going to stop in September. It's going to be October, November, December, all throughout the regular season of the NFL. We're going to be doing this for you guys. So come interact with us. Come compete with us. And if you guys need any tips or anything like that or any advice, always hit us up at Belly Up Fantasy uh, for your DFS stuff. And for everything else, redraft leagues and everything, you can always hit me up at Belly Up MDFF Show. Chris at Aggie Kapasig. Chris, real quick before we get out of here, tell everybody what we got on the docket coming up on Tuesday night at 8.30. Oh, man, Tuesday night at 8.30, we got Belly Up Fantasy Live with me and the crew. Uh, Billy Witt, Ryan Hicks, Tom, Belly Up Tom. Y'all love to hate that man for some reason. Uh, we're going to be talking week two, a little bit of recap of week one, what crazy stuff happened, and then what you can expect from week two. Uh, we will have our very first guest return, Lindell Whirling. Uh, if y'all follow us from the beginning, she is returning for, as our very first guest to come back now. Um, and then tomorrow, one thing that uh, we didn't mention, I didn't post on Twitter or anything like that. We're going to do a little start sit. Um, I'll be live on Twitter and Facebook answering your start sit questions uh, around 1030 central uh, to about 1115 ish. Um, I got to start drinking at some point. Right, guys. So uh, I'll have I'll be there answering all your live questions right then and there. Uh, you can text me if you know me. You can email me. You can go into the live comments. Uh, I'll be there for about 45 minutes to answer your start sits. Uh, let's win week one, guys. Let's go get a championship. And you can always follow me at Aggie Capasig. And uh, to add to that, starting at 9 o'clock every single Sunday at Belly Up MDFF Show, and I'll be on at Belly Up Fantasy on social media, on both Twitter and Facebook. Won't be live, but we will be answering those questions all throughout the day, all the way up until uh, kickoff. So, we're going to be at your disposal, guys. Make sure you're using us. And we're going to see you again next week for episode two of the DC's Challenge. We'll see you guys all real soon. Be safe and have fun tomorrow night.